0: Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to the ComSec morning podcast. My name is Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at ComSec. And the futures are pointing to a modest decline in opening trade on Friday. Uh, as we move into the final half hour of trade, the SPY futures are down by around a third of a percent which looks like the local share market will be adding to yesterday's decline of about a half of 1%. U.S. markets have been under pressure overnight. We've got losses in the order of around 0.6% where the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 are concerned at the time of recording the NASDAQ down by around so the catalysts haven't been all that aggressive. The losses have been relatively contained under the circumstances. You could reasonably make a case that investors are keeping their powder dry ahead of the CPI report that will be released next week in the US, uh, in addition to getting a bit of a uh, clearer picture in relation to what's happening on the ground where corporate America is concerned. It's been a pretty low benchmark for U.S. corporates as we've moved through the early part of the U.S. corporate reporting season. Uh, Thus far, around two-thirds of U.S. companies have bettered expectations, although uh, it must be said that's been off a fairly low base. But in terms of what we have seen last night that has been notable in economic terms, Uh, The number of people claiming unemployment benefits for the first time was a little bit higher compared to the previous week, although it must be said uh, that was a nine-month low for the measure. So we saw 196,000 people claiming unemployment benefits for the first time. But uh, still, overall, the US job market remains tight and that's what we saw revealed in the most recent non-farm payrolls figures which were released last Friday that put the cat amongst the pigeons in relation to the outlook for rate hikes and to that end there have been a number of US officials running around again last night talking about the need to continue raising rates it's just what central bankers need to do. They need to anchor inflationary expectations. We've seen some progress made in relation to uh, inflation moderating over the course of recent months, but uh, for that to continue, US central uh, so central bankers in general have to talk a tough game when it comes to uh, interest rates. And that's been part of the reason why we have seen two and 10 year government bond yields up uh, over the course of the session in yield terms, lower in price, so uh, up by about five basis points apiece at the time of recording so we've got a two-year treasury note around 4.51%, a 10-year note at around 3.68%. Clearly, uh, this is all just uh, just a slight movement of the deck chairs ahead of next week's inflation numbers. And on that subject, uh, German inflation came in a little bit below the market's expectations as far as the last month is concerned, Uh, up from the four-month low that was hit in the previous session of 8.6%, but certainly a continuation of that moderation from the 10.5% point four percent peak that was struck uh, in germany in the month of october last year and that was helpful as far as the margins were concerned uh for uh, european stocks in london uh, the index was up by around a third of a percent the french stock market up by about a percent Uh, the german stock market up by around three quarters of a percent so worth pointing out a couple of stocks in u.s trade which uh, could have uh, implications as far as the local Uh, experience is concerned, Uh, importantly, the U.S. Buy Now Pay Later provider Affirm has seen its shares fall precipitously, down by around 18% at the time of recording. There have been any number of metrics there that have been underwhelming, uh, but they have seen their credit losses uh, more than double uh, since the same time last year. Uh, And that has been a concern, obviously, for uh, investors pushing the stock down. They're going to uh, embark on cost cutting, as has been a consistent theme throughout the US reporting season. They're expected to shed around 20% of their workforce. So that has also uh, put Uh, pressure on other buy now pay later providers in the US amongst them uh, block shares are down by around two and a half percent that stocks down by about six percent over the course of the last week so uh, that will likely create headwinds as far as local buy now pay later stocks are concerned Uh, elsewhere one of the highlights of the week has been Disney reporting its results Uh, The shares were higher in early trade. We're seeing them drift a little bit lower now as we move into the final stages of the session. Uh, These figures were better than what the market had expected. Quarterly sales up 8% uh, to $23 billion. Profit was up by 11%. So that was pretty much better than what the market had expected, but it was really uh, the return of Bob Iger as the CEO um, that has been seen as a potential inflection point for the organization. Uh, They are going to really be doubling down on managing costs. They're expected to take around $5.5 billion worth of costs out of the business. That's expected to see around 7,000 jobs shed. Uh, The losses in their streaming business narrowed over the course of the last quarter from one and a half billion to 1.1 that was seen as a positive Uh, Mr. Iger expecting the business to become profitable in the near term Uh, the subscriber numbers well off what they had forecast Um, there's a lot of work to be done but still uh, the reinstatement of the dividend by year end was just another one of the factors which seemed to be cheering investors for the time being at least uh, enough to justify the improvement that we have seen in the stock over the course of recent months. In fact, in year-to-date terms, it's one of the best performers in the Dow Disney share stock is up by around 29% at the time of recording. But as I said, the shares were a little bit higher in early trade. They've drifted lower. So um, today, in that regard, we will be hearing from uh, News Corporation uh, uh, in terms of them reporting earnings in addition to REA Group. Uh, another one of the highlights in local terms today will be the Reserve Bank releasing its quarterly statement on monetary policy. So there'll be some more colour in relation to their forecast. Uh, that's important. But really, uh, the fact that they have... Uh, become a little more hawkish in their rhetoric uh, lately has been the main sticking point, And that's been part of the reason why a number of forecasters have uh, increased their or raised their outlook for rate hike expectations in the near term. So that will be a continuation of that narrative. As far as commodity prices are concerned, we've seen a moderation in oil in the last session, down 0.7% in the case of Brent to 84% fifty US a barrel. Uh, we've got gold prices slightly easier as well, down by around 0.6% or $12.20 to $1,878 US dollars per ounce. Uh, iron ore futures in their most recent session up by 1.2% 1. or $1.44 to $124.65 US per ton. And the Aussie dollar has lost a little bit of ground against the greenback overnight. It's back to around 69.4 US cents. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. I'm Tom Petrovsky from ComSec.